0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the program. It is good to be with you tonight. We are your hosts, Joe Muzidla and Matthew Miller. And indeed, I say it is very good to get in the saddle on Good Friday. We're, of course, going to take a chapter out of the old Biblio de and see what uh, we can remember with it. Normally, uh, Joe's been uh, picking a chapter, so we're going to let him do so again tonight, although that does not hold true in the future, probably. Uh, I'm sure at some course in time I'll have a chapter stick out to me, but let's get Joe on the mic and uh, see how he's been doing with his uh, new position at work, what all's been going on in his life, and um, tell us... uh, what chapter we're going to do, and by all means, why we're going to do that chapter. So, Joe, you've got the mic.
2: All right. It is good Friday, and it is good to be in the saddle with, uh, well, with you, Matthew. It's really good to be with you. Um, as far as uh, jobs is, huh, it's busy. It's really busy. Uh, it's good. It's it's good. Uh, I, I feel like a, a pig on, on roller skates at times. Uh, a lot to learn. Uh, me and computers are not the friendliest, so I'm having to learn uh, a lot more of the the behind the scenes and and what goes you know as far as programs and all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. I'm used to just making stuff and and uh, getting stuff out the door and not uh, <laughs> not not sitting behind a desk. So it's it's a little it's a little different, but uh, anyways, it's been good. A lot of busy stuff going on behind the scenes, and just, oh, well, he is good, and it is Good Friday. Um, You know, one of the things that's been sticking out in my mind, a whole bunch of things, but uh, Matthew 18 uh, is one that uh, sticks out to me sometimes, and so I thought maybe we could, uh, I, I don't know how far we'll get, but I thought maybe we could see what we can see and, and, uh, see what we can remember. So,
1: well, right off the top of my head, this is the, this is number four of Jesus's five discourses in Matthew. And he gets the children involved, but it, it, it dovetails in because it, it has parables in it, but it has parables of the kingdom, which dovetail, that makes them actually two parables. so, This is good stuff
0: Uh,
1: It's just strange to me That you would pick this Out of all the chapters of the Bible Um, My thoughts uh, You know you immediately sent me a text today Just I mean just shot from the hip Baby like you didn't even hesitate Matthew 18 So it must Hold some pretty important principles To you that's for sure But hey Mm -hmm. When the Holy Spirit's got the reins Uh, It's a crapshoot, buddy Right. It's a complete crapshoot Uh, We could be, you know God could be leading us somewhere We cannot calculate Uh, How many times has that happened to me? Uh, (laughs) About everyone So It's it's interesting A lot of things Spoken of In this particular chapter So we're going to read the whole thing And what are we going to be reading out of?
2: Uh, uh, I'll go to the one that I Always like Is the NASB
1: Alright very good um, So are we going to take this By stanza Or are you just going to read the whole thing You know what I don't care I just It just came out of my mouth That when the Holy Spirit's got the reins huh, It's a crap sheet <laughs> <laughs> So Take it away man um, You know what okay. Hmm, Let's let's, let's pause for good news, Joe. Okay. We need to pause for good news. Uh, Today's Good Friday, amen? Amen. And, uh, you know, doggone it, that's that's pretty important, Joe. Um,
2: Well, yeah.
1: I I mean, there's only three or four days that are really important. Uh, I mean, (laughs) really. No, really. There's only three or four days the whole year that's really important. I mean... Birth, death, resurrection. I mean, there's very few, Joe. Right. And uh, we need to remember that. And I think that we need to uh, pray for our our listeners to remember that. And uh, so, why don't you open with uh, a word of prayer? Because I always have to pray. So, na 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 boo boo. I don't have to <laughs> pray this time. Somebody else is going to pray this time. So. <laughs> Why don't you pray for us and the listeners that, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit might show us what's going on here in Matthew 18 and that we might remember Good Friday and, and, and thank Him. And I, I mean, how many times do we remember to do that, Joe? How many times do we thank Him? Because He didn't have to. Amen. He just flat did not have to. No, He didn't. So, all right, man, let's, uh, let's pray first.
2: Heavenly Father, we, we bow our heads and we bow our hearts before Your throne, Father. Father, first, thank You. Thank You for loving us. Thank You. You know, I I, I think of, of of how huge, you know, I I, I when I think about You and, and think about Your Word, I think about how magnificent everything is, and that you didn't have to do any of this father you chose that you forged each one of us in our mother's wombs that you have chosen to remember us father and and that you paid the ultimate sacrifice you gave your only son so that we might enter in to your kingdom father and that's father that's that's the best news that any of us could hope for it's the best news father that 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 you loved us so much and and I can speak for myself. I was I've never been deserving. Father, as we look at your word, especially Matthew eighteen, Father, it it, it directs my heart and it directs my mind to your kingdom, Father, and that that promise that we would enter in. And it's just been on my heart. And I, I hope that, that, that your spirit saturates the listeners, Father, that it's on their heart, that it's on their lips, that it's at the forefront of their mind on this Good Friday, Father, because it's been on my mind at the forefront all day. And this has been ringing in my ears, this, this chapter, Father, and though I don't have all the insight, that does not matter. Your will will be done. And, Father, I just ask that you bless this time, that you bless this broadcast. In Jesus' holy name, amen.
1: Amen, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. Now we've probably got a spark to kickstart this thing. So, uh, all right, man, uh, I don't care how much you read. Read a verse. I'll take it. Um. Why don't you just start reading, and I'm sure the Holy Spirit will tell you to shut up when i we need to say something, so you got the you got the mic, man All
2: right, here we go matthew eighteen one uh at that time, the disciples came to Jesus and said, "Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven?" and he called a child to himself and set him before them, and said truly. I say to you, unless you are converted and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever then humbles himself as this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would better for him to have a heavy millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea so I'm going to stop right there at eighteen six. Um, 6 this, this starts out so interesting to me uh, that the disciples are who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven and he called a child unto himself and set him before them. Those first two verses are just heavy to me. Um, One, I think of those who will sing a new song and I also get the illustration of innocence, that he set innocence before them. Um, And it's just the opposite of strength or muscle or uh even genius or anything that we you know tend to hold in our our earthly uh kingdom that we 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 hold in high regard it's just the opposite he really holds this this innocence as as uh, very high so uh what
1: say you well I'm going to throw you a curveball. You probably ain't wanting it, are you? You, Most most people don't care for my curveballs because I just – usually I throw you for a loop, but you know what? Mm. We need to do this. What do you think about uh, the kingdom of heaven there? Um, Because I don't think you're probably aware of what it really says in the Greek. What? Uh. What do you think it would say in the Greek? You would you would think it would be pretty close to what it is, right?
2: I would think so, but I've been wrong plenty of times, so...
1: Well, the first thing that, that comes to your mind is maybe this is city-state. You know, there's all... T- I mean, Greek is an exacting language, so... Mm-hmm. Kingdom can be two or three things in our language, right? So... Do you think something's up with kingdom, or do you think there's something up with heavens?
2: Mm, probably kingdom.
1: You didn't catch it. I just told you. I just cheated for you. <laughs> Heaven is plural.
2: Ah, uh, oh, heavens, okay.
1: It's it's kingdom of heavens. Mm. That's what it is. That catches you by surprise, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, the second thing I want to say is is... I'm going to take you to a place... Look, this is going to be completely off the hook because you're going to be frustrated because billions of people have talked about this before and you've heard them. And they all ask the same thing. Why on earth did this event happen? Why? It it does not make any sense because the two Greek words here, G3813, or child, and... Here, the New American Standard Bible uses "set him before them." It, that's "hastami." It means to stand. It, it, it comes from sh, uh, "stay" or "stoa." Those two words are only in two verses in the Old Testament, and they're right next to each other. That's going to take you by surprise, but I'm telling you the truth. These two words. Are only in two verses in the entire Old Testament, and they're in two verses, right one after another. Now, in order to do it, do you want me to read the New American Standard Bible, or you want me to pick one of the translations of the Septuagint, Joe? Because I don't care; it doesn't matter to me.
2: Um, what, whatever you're feeling.
1: All right. Well, we've. You know, I think in this instance it's it's close enough, but uh you know what let's just let's just do this in the new American standard, and then here in a second, maybe i will I will read it out of the um the Septuagint now look, you're not expecting it you're you're not expecting it, but just listen very closely now it came about at the lodging place on the way. That the Lord met him and sought to put him to death. Then Zipporah took a flint and cut off her son's foreskin and threw it at Moses' feet. And she said, you are indeed a bridegroom of blood to me. So let him alone at the time she said, you are a bridegroom of blood because of the circumcision. You know that story, Joe? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you have any idea that both these two words here, that's used in 24, or 25 and 26, is child and to stand? So maybe I'll read it. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's, uh, let's read this out of a translation of the Septuagint. Now, when he was on the way at the resting place, the angel of the Lord met and sought to kill him. Whereupon Sephora took a sharp stone and circumcised her son. Right there it is. That's the exact word for Jesus, which word he chose to use for child, small child. It's right there. Then she fell at his feet and said, The blood of the circumcision of my son hath stopped me. Now, right there, fell at his feet. That's not what it says. It's that word stoa, that that form of that word hestame. So, both words, once again, very next verse. So, she departed from him and said, The blood of circumcision of my son hath stopped me. Here, stopped. So, Joe, you've heard all kinds of people, and I mean all kinds of people, talk about why this happened, right? Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard this before? Never. You've never heard it before? No. Well, this kind of puts things in a whole different category, (laughs) does it? Yeah. Now things kind of, well, oh my goodness, we should stop what we're doing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We should literally stop what we're doing and start studying this. But we're not going to. Because ladies and gentlemen Joe and I just answered more questions than anybody saw coming. We could literally stop the show right now, correct Joe? We've we've given plenty of a blessing enough tonight, right? Mm. I mean, yeah, that
2: was that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Well um
1: let's just talk yeah. about the first one. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the ramifications of the kingdom of heavens. Right. Heavens. You know, I mean that that was a pretty big deal, don't you think? Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so everybody's thinking they're gonna get the run of the mill, and right now, if they're not jotting down notes well they're they're really gonna miss the ball but it's it's just amazing to me that uh I look at it and I see a whole lot different things than everybody else does, right. And it's important, and there's, 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 there's more coming up, but let's take note there that why would Christ use the plural for heavens here? If you can't – if you don't know the parent prophecy, you're going to be completely clueless. That's for sure. Right. But we also know this instance with Zipporah and the child. We know full well about what the Bible talks about circumcision now. You have to circumcise well your heart, correct?
2: Mm, Correct.
1: And it's amazing to me that uh, here, once again, you really couldn't see it. You really couldn't hear what he did with this child. But literally what it says is that he took this child and stood the child up in their middle or their midst. So this child, he placed them as they were in a circle around the child. It literally says middle or midst. Now, you have to realize that's one of the things about reading the Bible. You can't see things in 3D, right? Right. And it is amazing that, well, um, here, what does it say? And he called... A child to himself and set him before them. That's not what it says. It says the word midst. He set the child up in their middle. So, you know, that's just enough to really rattle your cage. Um Why he would say this this way in Greek is absolutely off the charts. And you'll take note that... um New American Standard Bible it, it said converted correct?
2: It does say converted.
1: It, it says converted and well I guess that would be uh, well one way to say it that's that's a very good way to translate it but this is this is strefo Joe it means to turn it means to turn back or return that's what it means it doesn't I mean it is It does mean to, you know, be converted. The reason why I translate it this way is is so you get the idea that you turn from your your ways. You understand? That's that's really what's being spoken of here. But, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) this was a pretty serious object lesson going on. And if you didn't realize that the Greek could do this to you, The Greek has the capacity to give you an object lesson because the language is so exacting. Why would Jesus put a child in the center of the disciples while they are all standing around, obviously looking down at this child? And why would Jesus probably grabbed him by the head and turned him around? Now, riddle me, ladies and gentlemen, why would Christ the King do that? Because that's exactly what he did. And you just have to digest that, kind of. You have to kind of... Well, Joe, so what's, what's your thoughts on that? Because this is pretty important information, right? I mean, you right. would think. So what's your thoughts?
2: Uh, my thoughts are... Oh, goodness. You know, I, I have... I have this direct correlation to... Uh, Like you said, those those that will sing a new song. Um, That's that's really where my mind just keeps flashing back. It it flashes back. It says heavens. It flashes back to that to a scene that was that was given uh, to Daniel of you know. uh, Well, when we see God the Father take his seat, twenty four elders, and then you see all the thrones set up uh, and I guess I'd have to go back and look at that exactly to see if it was in their mist or I, I remember it being around the throne room but that's that's kind of and then there's uh, also uh, in the book of Revelation where they follow the lamb wherever he will go and that's that's for whatever reason that's, that's kind of where my mind goes with that
1: well interesting Interesting. You know, emotions play a whole lot in an object lesson, doesn't it, Joe? Yes. I mean, really? Well, that's what drama is all about. As in ancient times, the, you know, comedy or tragedy. Emotion has a whole lot to do with it. And, you know, the uh, the disciples were obviously being throttled. But he wasn't done with them, that's for sure. So, it's it's just amazing to me that these absolute um, detrimental keys that we're getting here in the Greek, you're just, boy, it falls short in the English. And I don't care what you do. It's just, it's just falling short. And it amazes me that People just won't take the time to take a look at it. Mm. That really does amaze me. I mean, it's it's not too hard uh, with today's technology to get some pretty good websites that are free, and you can really at least look up the Strong's numbers, correct? Correct. And it will take you, you know, to a bunch of different places where you need to go. No doubt about it. You know, but one thing is for sure. When here, when it says to to humble yourself, Matthew eighteen verse four. Let's let's read this again out of the New American Standard. Whoever then humbles himself as this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heavens. I corrected it. You would have to know what was going on in Job chapter twenty-two. Because that's the same word That God uses in Job 22, verse 23 If you return to the Almighty You will be restored If you remove unrighteousness Far from your tent Now, let's read it out of a Greek translation If thou wilt return and humble thyself Before the Lord, having removed iniquity Far from thy dwelling Thoughts, Job?
2: Hmm If you return to the Almighty, as it's uh, on the NASB uh, 2223, if you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. If you remove unrighteousness far from your tent, from your dwelling, it it seems, well, it seems like it's the exact same thing as far as the turning from uh, sin or unrighteousness. Um, hmm.
1: And uh, definitely the idea of separation You would agree Right To separate yourself from unrighteousness He's getting ready to talk about this But he says something strange here Why does he say from your tent? Did you catch that?
0: Mm Mm-hmm
1: Now in the Greek That's dwelling or indwelling But we're going to get that because you have to realize Jesus was expecting you to know this up front, because, well, here, coming up in just a few short minutes, we're going to keep reading. And you're going to think he's talking about one thing when, no, he's not. That's not what he's talking about. So, if you want to move on, we can, if you got further commentary. If not, uh, let's get to the second stanza. But uh, if you have commentary, go right ahead.
2: Um, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's go forward here. I will read the next stanza. Um, woe to the world because of its stumbling blocks, for it is inevitable that stumbling blocks come. But woe to that man through whom the stumbling block comes. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it from you. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than to have two hands or two feet and be cast into eternal fire. If your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out and throw it from you. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be cast into the fiery hell. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that their angels in heaven continually see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which is lost.
1: Well, your commentary on that. I mean, I gave my commentary first last time, so you give your commentary. What's your thoughts on this?
2: Oh, goodness. Um, Woe to the world because of the stumbling blocks. For it is inevitable that a stumbling block blocks come, but woe to that man whom the stumbling block comes. Um, To me, uh, I kind of put, let's see, 187, and I kind of put 187 and 1810, at least, as far as the stumbling block. see that you do not despise one of these little ones so I, I kind of see those two I mean the whole thing lines up but I, for some reason those two kind of uh, almost look like they go together um, and then in between those two you get this well this warning that it, it reminds me of the tent uh, that we just read about in uh, Job what 22-23 there um, that it, it, casting your unrighteousness from your tabernacle, um, and <laughs>
1: he yeah yeah go ahead and say it Joe. What what's your thoughts about that?
2: Um, he's being pretty stern about well, this.
1: Well, extremely stern. Is he talking about any particular law? Is there any law to gouge your eye out? Is there any law to cut your foot off?
2: Not that I'm aware of
1: I know all 613 I assure you there's not Because you have to keep reading to figure out That he's actually talking about the church He's talking about the ecclesia He's talking Mm -hmm. about excommunication Right Now Let's go back to verse 7 You read As such Woe to the world So you're probably thinking That's the the word for earth right
2: um, I, I'm almost thinking Egypt.
1: No, it's cosmos. Oh. Literally, cosmos. That's where your word comes from. Okay. Literally, your word for cosmos is a direct transliteration of that word that just came out of his mouth. Now, those two words, woe and cosmos, only comes up in a singular chapter of the Bible. Now, that probably has taken some people by surprise. They're probably thinking to themselves, well, what could that possibly be? Where could those two terms line up only once? It's Jeremiah chapter 14. Now, where the word woe is, I'll read it um, in the New American Standard Bible. Behold, he goes up like clouds, and his chariots like a whirlwind. His horses are swifter than eagles. Woe to us! For we are ruined. Now, not reading it in context, that's probably got your gears turning, don't it, Joe?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's really probably got things turning. Now, where the other word is, cosmos, uh, that's down in verse 30. And you, O desolate one, what will you do? Although you dress in scarlet, although you decorate yourself with ornaments... And I appreciate that's ornaments, but in the Greek, that's the same word for cosmos. It's cosmos, and it does mean ornaments or arrangement, Joe. Uh, I'm sorry, let me continue. Uh, Although you decorate yourself with ornaments of gold, although you enlarge your eyes with paint, in vain you make yourself beautiful. Your lovers despise you, they seek your life. Now, that's kind of a tricksy verse in of itself uh, to read, because this is, you know, this is is a pretty big chapter, Joe. Jeremiah chapter 4 is 31 verses long. But as far as the children's concerned, let's just read the last verse before I get your comments. I heard a cry as a woman in labor, the anguish as one giving birth to her first child. The cry of the daughter of Zion, gasping for breath, stretching out her hands, saying, Ah, oh, woe is me, for I faint before murderers. What's your thought on these two words winding up in this chapter? And do you know the contents of this chapter, Joe?
2: Wow. <laughs> Wow. So this this is reminding me of. Well, the, the enemies are going to come from within. Um, he says later on that. Uh, well, brother will turn against brother and sister against sister and children against parents and. We...
1: You know what? Let me throw you another curveball. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. All right, why don't you read verse 4 of Jeremiah, chapter 4.
2: Okay, circumcise yourselves to the Lord and remove the foreskins of your heart, men of Judea and inhabitants of Jerusalem, or else my wrath will go forth like fire and burn with none to quench it, because the evil of your deeds.
1: Now, you remember that I said that already, right?
2: Correct. Correct.
1: We just hadn't read far enough, had we? No. <laughs> so huh. this is the whole reason why uh, we had to get Zipporah and the flint knife involved with this child. Oh, okay, okay, let's let's really talk about this child, shall we? Now, you know what? I just got a check from the Holy Spirit. He said, "No, don't go that. Don't." Don't go there. Don't go there. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to take Jeremiah chapter 4 and gnaw on it for just a little while, I think. You need to come up with what you can come up with. Um, and, And we need to understand that there is only one reference here that you could possibly go to that relays the contents of this stanza. And, unfortunately, that's Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 6. If your brother, your mother's son, or your son, or daughter of the wife you cherish, or your friend, who is as your own soul. Now, Now, let me read that one more time. You need to take that to heart. He's talking about the Ecclesia. Who is as your own soul. Entice you secretly, saying, Let us go and serve other gods whom neither you nor your fathers have known. Now look, this is a standard cross-reference. I'm sure that the New American Standard Bible even has this as as a cross-reference to this stanza, to this telling of the stumbling blocks. And we haven't even talked about stumbling blocks yet. Haven't even talked about. Which I find kind of... Off the charts. So, ladies and gentlemen, there is no law. He he is not talking about there being some law in the Torah about cutting off your hand or disfiguring yourself. That's not what he's talking about at all. It's just you have to keep reading to get the entire gist of the matter. Because these three stanzas, they all go together. They're ta- He's talking about the body. And he's getting ready in the next stanza to tell you that, well, a building is built, but that's not what he has. He has a body. A body is grown. Now, there's a big difference between one that offends and one that is lost. Entirely different thing. Entirely different Would you not agree Joe? Yes So He's getting ready to Talk about that And Well it's just It's just amazing All the things that we have stated here It's just amazing to me And everybody's probably wanting me to Talk about the stumbling block What's that in the Greek? What's that in the Hebrew? Well you know I think I've talked about enough about this stanza. I've given you (laughs) more than you ever reckoned in your mind, which is enough sometimes. Well, Joe, let me ask you this, man. The first time you heard me, did you have any remote clue what I was talking about? No. No, No, really. I mean, you, you didn't have a clue, did you? No. But it rang true, didn't it? Yes. So, you went to the old Biblio DCSC and went to town to see if what I was saying made any sense, correct? Amen. So, we'll just chalk this up to a situation like that, right? Yes. There is more in this stanza than your plate can hold, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, let's not even talk about the dessert. I mean, just the main course— Actually, this this meal, (laughs) the appetizer is heaping up on your plate. You ain't even got to the full meal yet. So this stanza, it's enough for you to know he's not talking about disfiguring yourself. That's not what he meant. And now he's getting ready to tell you what this tabernacle, this body that he has, what he wants it to do. And that's a big stark contrast between one that has, well, done something like that verse I gave you from Deuteronomy. There's a great big difference between one that has damaged the body and a member of that body that's been lost. Joe?
2: Well, did you want to get on to the next one? Is that
1: I'm ready and willing if you are?
2: All right, let's do it. okay. um let's see eighteen twelve uh what do you think if any man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety nine on the mountains and go and search for the one that is straying? if it turns out that he finds it truly I say to you he rejoices over it more than any of than over the 99 which have not gone astray so it is not the will of your father who is heaven that one of these little ones perish
1: what's your thoughts on that
2: oh goodness um He kind of starts off with that. What do you think? Um, This one, you know, I guess you liken it to the body as well. Um, You know, you said that there was a difference between one who was damaged and one who goes astray. Um, You know, my mind kind of travels to I guess, the circle of the earth as well, or um, degrees for some reason. I, I keep seeing, uh, well, 100 degrees or, or 99, and then one being the foundation stone. But that's just, I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. But
1: Well, I would most certainly agree. Uh, how could you not say that? I mean, let's do this one more time. He talks about disproportion, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, he says... Well, I'll tell you what. I've done this to you before, but let me just ask a stupid question. Why are the sheep on the mountains? I don't know. You don't know? I see. Or did you forget you maybe I forgot probably you you did forget, didn't you uh, that's what yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say joe we we, we yeah, i i'm, I'm sure we've gone just...
2: over this a hundred times, and i'm my brain's stalling out um but go ahead i'm sorry
1: it it's just it's just strange that that you would forget that that you read that, and it didn't it didn't i mean this translation certainly said. That they were on the mountains, correct? Correct. Now, whether you like it or not... Ow, ow,
2: ow. Okay, yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, what, Joe?
2: (laughs) Isn't this the... If I'm not mistaken, uh, I know we've talked about it before, uh, this reminds me of the Heinz feet.
1: Well, I would hope so. (laughs) I would certainly hope so. And, uh, you know, you're, you're you're really talking about – well, when you talk about Heinz Feet, didn't I just make a visual aid for that, actually? Mm. No, I didn't? Oh, I didn't publish it. I'm sorry, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't know why I would do that. I just didn't do it. But yes, um, and a lot of people are sitting there thinking to themselves – what is he talking about? Hind's feet and high places. Um, I thought that I posted a pretty cool a pretty cool visual aid of uh, lightning striking a lad, and I put on there that.
2: Uh, I think you did. I think you did.
1: Okay, to
2: I go, did. I have I have to go back and look. I I remember something about that.
1: Well, let's uh, let's uh, talk about this. These these. These times where this strange thing um, is spoken. Second Samuel twenty-two verse thirty-four. He makes my feet like hinds' feet and sets me on my high places. This is a quote from Psalms eighteen thirty-three. He makes my feet like hinds' feet and sets me upon my high places. And Habakkuk chapter three and verse nineteen. The Lord God is my strength. And he has made my feet like hind's feet and makes me walk on my high places for the choir director on my stringed instruments. So anyway, that's... That's exactly what I would immediately cast my mind to is why are these sheep uh, on the mountains? And I appreciate um, what Joe was talking about there and... uh it's 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 interesting how you have to say this in english you have to um you have to go and you have to search or you have to look for you have to use some type of phraseology like that you have to um, but literally that word in the greek means to to traverse uh and look, this is this is interesting in so many wonderful ways. But it bothers me that all of you di- didn't. Have you ever heard somebody bring that up, Joe? Don't lie to me. Have you ever heard somebody point this out about the about the ninety-nine sheep and the lost one? Did anybody ever point out to you that well, why were they on the mountains? No. Do you find that strange?
2: That no one pointed it out. Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, I yeah, it, it it is strange. And it is strange.
1: You realize this is the same phraseology as Psalms one nineteen one seven six. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant for I do not forget your commandments. Hmm. Ooh, that hurt, didn't it? Mm. I mean, you just didn't want that last phrase to be in there, did you? <laughs> you just really didn't. You just didn't want it to be there. But it is, and it stares you in the face. So, Joe, this this whole thing about the, the one lost sheep, it was certainly a part of the flock, was it not? Yes. No doubt about it. But this one had not offended, correct, or damaged the the superstructure. It had not damaged the – well, the Ecclesia. It had not damaged the flock. Correct. So the next stanza comes right into it, but it's so strange how – why he again brings in the little ones. Mm-hmm. Or did you forget the child was standing there? No. Child's still standing there, and he goes, uh, so it is not the will of your father who is in heaven that one of these little ones perish. And that is apolume Do you know it? And it's different form, you know, to destroy, you know, Apollyon. Mm-hmm. Yeah That's Apollo Umi right here Okay He doesn't want them to be destroyed So this kind of <laughs> The disciples are looking at him like Alright What's he really talking about here <laughs> You see because From their vantage point He's like Okay so he's liking this child to one of us So now there's Thirteen Right Right. Now, let's go back to the beginning. It specifically says that he brought this child into the middle of his disciples, of which there were how many? Twelve. Now, just to be sure, let me read it one more time. At that time... Oh my goodness, you never even saw that coming, did you? It actually... Just so everybody knows, it's at that hour would be a better way to put it. The disciples came to Jesus and said, who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And you all forgot that this this was still going on. So there was 12 disciples standing around this child. The child was in the middle, and he just called the child one. What does that mean he called them? He called them the 99, didn't he? Yep that's exactly what he did he just called them the 99 and this child was the one so y- your thoughts about is there probably a little bit more information than anybody's letting on here or what have you heard about these these verses before i mean give me something joe
2: um it- <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my mind is going to an axial pivotal point it's, uh, I, 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 He just, just set up a clock, did he not?
1: That's what it sounds like <laughs> to me <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, Joe Yes, Joe, he just set up a sundial Okay I mean, you do realize what a sundial does, right? Mm-hmm And uh, he had already told them – they already had the information that he was the light of the world, right? Yes. Yeah, Joe. This was – I already told you. You just didn't see it coming. It was an object lesson. Wow. And if you weren't there – well, if you weren't there, boy, you were really missing it, weren't you? I mean you were really Mm. missing it if you weren't standing there.
0: Right. Right.
1: If he couldn't understand what was going on. So he literally just called, well, this child. Um, that was the, you know, the, the big arm in the middle of the sundial, right? And mm-hmm. then the the 12 disciples, yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you need a hint, you ain't got a clue. Yeah, the 12 hours. 12 daylight hours, 12 night hours, sundials have always worked the same. Did you know that, Joe? Just to make sure you know, they've always yep. worked the same. They literally haven't changed. Now, what do you think that the alphanumerical equation for this word 99 – because why do you even have a word for 99? Well, it's a it's a strange, discombobulated – well, it's a compound word, no doubt about it. But why would it it equal – 720. Of course, that immediately calls your mind to 72 degrees. Mm. And... all the junk that that means. But... Yeah, when he says 99 here, he gives a... he gives a mouthful. It's actually 720 is that calculation. Which just makes you stop, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, my... Yeah, my I think I skipped a beat right there. I think my heart just... I think it literally, yeah, I I actually held, like when you said 720, I actually kind of held my breath for just a second.
1: I mean, it kind of makes you go home, doesn't it? Yeah. Because, well, you realize that that's 60, don't you, Joe? Yes. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you need to wake up. You, you, You really do need to wake up. Look, let's go through this again. There was a child in the middle. There were twelve disciples standing around him, and they were all seeing, visually, a sundial. when he spoke. (laughs) You see, there's only one way to speak what he said. Now, yes, this is one whopper of a word, ladies and gentlemen, that is true. But it's still only spelled one way, not five ways, not because it is this particular case and form, yes, it does have a, a a strange pronunciation. But when he spoke it, he uttered the calculation seven hundred twenty, and what seven hundred twenty divided by those twelve disciples, as they that as they were standing around looking at each other, their jaws were on their on the floor, not on their face, because they realized, literally, just said that. Uh, we're like 60 minutes in an hour. Now, I, I already pointed out to you, it was at the very hour. Right, Joe? I, I yeah. I already said that, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, when so, you said that, then it all started, I was, oh, my goodness.
1: So you just have to understand that this is why this particular uh, word here, ladies and gentlemen, for 99. I mean, you just need to understand that. Well, it, uh, it spelled the perfect way to relay the information where their heads were literally blown from their shoulders. Mm-hmm. And he was literally, and it wouldn't surprise me if he had his hand on the boy's head.
0: Mm. Mm-mm-mm.
1: Because he used that Greek word to turn. Now our translation says humble. We got the point, but he was speaking prophetically, and. The more he spoke, the lower their jaws got, and the bigger their eyeballs got. Now, Joe, have you heard any of this before? Negative. Uh, I mean, but, um I mean, you realize that, well, Joe, have you ever looked at a picture of a sundial?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, what's it look like? Describe it to me.
2: Uh, normally it's um like a like a kind of like a triangle or something something in the middle that casts a shadow as as the sun goes across.
1: So and, so it's like this triangle thingy that's shaped like a mountain. Yes. Which is exactly where the sheep were.
2: On a mountain.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this was an object lesson Joe He was literally telling them With every word that came out of his mouth He was literally describing To them A sundial you must have this Triangular instrument to cast the shadow Joe
0: mm-hmm.
1: It can't just be a bar <laughs> So I was hoping you caught it And you did That's why I brought up mountain Earlier Right. So you're probably underneath the impression there's a whole lot of whopping information. Here. Huge. Um, and would you say that um, we're way off the rails from what everybody gives for commentary on Matthew chapter 18? Way. So we're like a far cry from Eden right now. I mean, because... <laughs> whatever they're, I, don't, I don't even understand what they talk about I mean they'll talk about they'll talk about Matthew 18 and I'm just I'm just like okay what what where what, what you what I just don't understand what they're even talking about gotcha so anyway um, the next stanza is probably pretty important wouldn't you say
2: um yeah
1: And he's probably going to say something you're not expecting. Although, you know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But we have have the premise about his body so far, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So we know that if there's a lost (coughs) brother, a lost sheep, a lost Christian, we need to quickly. Now, yes, it does prophetically mean all people on the planet, yes, but... He's targeting a message here and the next one we're gonna see well he's gonna give you an example of what could happen before a separation. So before this sheet becomes lost, he's gonna give you an example.
2: Okay. Let's see uh eighteen fifteen if your brother sins go, show him his fault. In private, if he listens to you, you have won your brother. But if he does not listen to you, take one or two more with you, so that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every fact may be confirmed. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen, to listen even to the church. Let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall have been loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my father who is in heaven for where two or three are gathered together in my name i am in their midst
1: what are your thoughts about that oh.
2: <clears throat>
0: oh.
1: <laughs> yeah
2: this you know i guess going back to an object lesson he's he's that is really interesting uh, on eighteen twenty, that he, there he still has the child in their midst. Um. Yeah, he he kind of goes through, I guess, uh, on this one is like you said that there's uh, this object lesson.
1: Look, man. Of
2: of. of, Look, of man.
1: Look, okay, you. look, okay, man. Don't. I I can't contain myself. This. Shut know, up for just know. a minute, okay? Just I shut will. up for just a minute, cause he's gonna tell you all about it. Verse twenty. Let's just say this in a different way. Then Iba looked, and behold, the Lamb was standing on Mount Zion, with him one hundred and forty-four thousand, having his name and the name of his father written on their foreheads. Anyway, I couldn't contain myself no more, as you were just. <laughs> Rambling on,
2: <laughs> rambling.
1: Okay, now why don't you read for us again, verse twenty?
2: Uh, for where two or three have gathered together in my name, I am in their midst. Yeah.
1: And you know that's where he stays put for well forty-two months.
2: Forty-two months.
1: Yeah, he yeah he sure does, and he just come right out and tell him. Mm-hmm. He, he, he had no problem. Now he had to riddle it to him though. Now, right. Well, maybe that's going too far. But you might want to take another look at that two or three thing that's okay. going on there. Okay. You just, yep. you just, you just might. So the last stanza is about uh, forgiveness, and uh, that should be pretty straightforward, right?
2: I no, probably
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no. I'm afraid to say. <laughs> I mean, he's still thinking about the cosmos, ladies and gentlemen.
2: I, I am. I'm still. I'm, I'm. I'm having a hard time going forward. I mean, he's right just now. mad.
1: He's just mad as fire because that wasn't the word for earth. He's just mad as fire. It he, he wasn't. Was just, no, it's cosmos. You can look it up. You don't have to trust me. I'm, I'm. No. 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 Looking no. It I, up. I. I could be wrong.
2: <laughs> okay, I. I will look it
1: up. This. <laughs> <laughs> this. Let's finish this chapter. Read the, uh, well, let's read all about forgiveness, amen?
2: Okay, amen. All right, Matthew eighteen twenty one. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him up to seven times. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Uh, for this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he had begun to settle them, one who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him. But since he did not have the means to repay, his lord commanded him to be sold among with. Let's see, um, among, along with his wife and children and all that he had, and repayment to be made. So the slave fell to the ground and prostrated himself before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will repay you everything. And the lord of that slave felt compassion and released him and forgave him the debt. But the slave went out and found, out, found one of his fellow slaves who owned, Owed him a hundred denari, and he seized him and began to choke him, saying, Pay back what you owe. So his fellow slave fell to the ground and began to plead with him, saying, Have patience with me and I will repay you. But he was unwilling and went and threw himself and threw him in prison until he should pay back all that was owed. So when his fellow slaves saw what happened, they were deeply grieved and came and restored or reported, excuse me, to their Lord. All that had happened. Then summoning him, his Lord said to him, you wicked slave. I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not also have had mercy on your fellow slave in the same way that I had mercy on you? And his Lord moved with anger Handed him over to the torturers until he should repay all that was owed him. My heavenly Father will also do the same to you if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart.
1: Back to circumcising that heart again, huh? Uh huh. So, riddle of me: How many questions are in this chapter?
2: How many questions?
1: Yeah, how many questions? Huh? You didn't well, have- how
2: many how many times did he ask her? How many questions do I have?
1: <laughs> How many question marks is in the New American oh, Standard Bible in go. this chapter? Why don't you count? Them? Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Three. Uh, unless I'm missing it, I'm getting three.
1: mundo. Three. Three. Now, the first question is, of course, you know... Uh, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? You remember that one?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So we have to wait until this stanza to get the next question. Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? That's a question. And then Mm -hmm. up to seven times, Jesus said. Well, what Jesus really said was 70 weeks, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And we all know about the 70 weeks prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. So, did that catch your attention at all? On um, the 70? Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. 70 times 7, uh, 490. Yeah.
1: And, you know, there's some alphanumerics there you should probably work on, because this time he used two words. It's 70, well, and then 7. But anyway, you might want to a look uh, a look at that later. So you, okay. So did you catch what? Look, what Peter was really asking was, you know, um, and he did this before. Now, tell me. In the first object lesson, there were twelve numbers on this clock, right? Correct. But what was the question that Peter asked? (laughs) Up to seven times? Yes. So, huh. Now we're really into astrophysics. Uh Uh-huh. You see, because he was saying, well, well, you realize that has something to do with something. Because, well, you've got seven and then there's five remaining, right? That's a proportion. Right. But you wouldn't have seen it unless you was standing there, would you? No. And Peter is really saying up to 70 times, everybody... Look, do you think Jesus knew, I don't know, Daniel? Yeah. You're pretty sure that all the disciples knew all about Daniel's prophecy because Jesus was going to mention it many, many, many times, right? Correct. I mean, you, you know... Even the exact phrase, Jesus spoke, as spoken by the prophet Daniel, correct? Mm-hmm. So we can probably infer that the disciples got a whole lot of lessons about the book of Daniel, right?
0: Correct. Right.
1: Which is probably an extrapolation of why, of course, Sir Isaac Newton wrote an entire discourse on time and the book of Daniel. Right. I mean, it's safe to assume, correct? Correct. But the, re- but the meaning here you know the the plain message of this chapter is extremely important this is a walkthrough of how it is to be done and that's what's really important that Jesus was saying about a million different things that day wasn't it Joe and I I've, yeah, I've just showed you a few of them, buddy
2: no it's it's so immense that's, that's I it's why I, I that's Oh, you, I. Yeah, it, it's kind of the same thing, I guess. With Job thirty-eight, you could just spend forever, uh, just in just in these two, uh, and 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 get to see so much. And I think that's kind of why this one's been calling to me. There's just so much more that I need to look at.
1: Didn't you send me a text one time about Matthew eighteen? I did. Really? What was I that did. text?
2: I, uh, it, it was on the the ninety nine and the one.
1: And what was your thoughts about it? What was the particular question you asked me? I oh, for the uh, love of Pete! You don't remember that neither. I well, I
2: remember. I remember it had to do something about time. Um, that's what I remember. I had. I was thinking something to do with time. I would have to go back and look at the actual text. Well.
1: Wasn't you asking me if it was some type of uh, equation or something? You, you you have no memory of that at all.
2: No, I, 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 I
1: find that hard to believe, Jim. <laughs> <But> I'm <laughs> but but like...
2: trying to remember what I was thinking that day when I was looking at it.
1: <laughs> you asked me a very specific question, and I even said, "No,
2: I I know I'm 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 a bonehead like that. I, I I'll, I'll come across something and." And, and go out and then, yeah, I know I sent you a question on that one. And then I started, I don't remember where I went after that. I think it was back over to uh, probably Daniel or or Job after that of looking at that again. And so I, I didn't, uh, I didn't come back to it. So uh, reading it tonight, um, I think that's what it was, was I was, I was curious on the the ninety nine and the one, and I was curious on um, time. Really, that, that was, if I remember correct, I was really curious on if Did that, that had mean? to do with time and and, well, and calculation well, of that.
1: You asked me if it was a part of a decadent, right? So you don't remember until... Oh, I yes. Okay, I Holy remember. Holy I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it was geometry. Okay. How <laughs> Wow. I mean, I was surprised when you couldn't remember that. I just randomly asked you, hey, Joe, where was the sheep? You're like, man, what are you talking about, dude? Like, You, you just read it. The sheep are on the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what what is that, Joe? What is a decadent? What,
2: um, it, what it's a twelve. It? Oh, oh, oh! It's a 12 twelve-sided. Uh, yes. Okay. So I, you hey, okay, know, oh, that's yes, what he was showing me the whole time.
1: <laughs> now look, man. Now let's stop okay. laughing.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Let's stop laughing, Joe. How did you know that?
2: That's not, that's what he shows me in my brain.
1: Joe, either you're lying or there's supernatural work at play because that whole chapter is his object lesson with a sundial using a child. And you're saying that you just randomly come up and ask me if Matthew chapter 18 was about a plane with 12 sides. Mm Mm-hmm. No,
2: that's what that's what he was showing me in my I just I don't always understand it.
1: You you don't always understand it. Now, you particularly this this is the actual text. Does a decadent have any part in Matthew eighteen? Twelve. So let us read twelve again. We've got to we've got to see what got your attention. Um Let's see here, verse 12. <coughs> okay. Huh. That's well, got a question in it. That ain't right. What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does not leave the 99 and go uh, on the mountain, or <laughs> does not leave the 99 on the mountains and go and search for the one that is straying? Joe. There is nothing, you could not see, Uh, ladies and gentlemen, a decadent does not have 99 sides. It has 12 sides.
2: That's what popped into my head was there was 12 disciples.
1: So you, so he was trying to give you clues, but you just, you just, you just didn't have a hint. Uh, Uh,
2: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, he was trying to show me the whole thing, and I, I just wasn't...
1: Joe, you know, that's what the whole thing is about. Not well, verse I know... 12. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, verse 12 is in there, but that's what the whole chapter's about, buddy. Gotcha. And you just randomly asked this this question to me, and I'm sitting there. I was on lunch, ladies and gentlemen. I was sitting there shunk- I was shaking my head like, that poor man. He is asking me a question that he does not realize... He is overwhelmed. The Holy Spirit has given him way too much overload. And the top of his head's done blown off. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is the wrong verse to ask me the question that he asked me about. This is about something that's got maybe 100 degrees in it or maybe 99 degrees. That's not what a decadent is. That's a a plane with 12 sides. So, Joe... You know, mm-hmm. you need to you need to help out the listener here. Okay. So you were just reading Matthew chapter eighteen, or or you were tearing it apart? Were you looking at you know the Strong's numbers? What was you doing that the Holy Spirit just popped in your little bitty brain? I mean, I appreciate he gave you a hint, but you getting a clue was obviously not the remotest possibility. That Mm-mm. that this had something to do with a plane of twelve sides. What was you looking at the Strong's or was you just just reading it?
2: I was just reading it.
1: Well, how many times did just, you read it?
2: Um, that's a really good question. Uh, a lot. So, uh, a over lot. the course. I just,
1: so over the course of how long? I mean, you read this over uh, and over sorry. for a few days, or?
2: Um, no, it was probably like a week.
1: A whole week.
2: Of, of pondering it, really. Yeah.
1: Oh uh-huh. Wait a minute, let me get there.
2: <laughs> well, no, I like read it once and then I would just, that's just kind of how I, I just do it. I just sit there and I just think about it and I think about it and I think about it on my way to work and I think about it on my way home and then and I read it again. So, I mean, it wasn't like continuously like for, you know, all the hours of a week, but just, I was like, huh, there's way more there than just And then I started thinking about uh, just, oh, you know what popped in? What?
1: Um,
2: It was – Oh, I'm dying to hear. It was – I was at an – oh, it was like an art show where this this gal, like all the pictures she did, it was the weekend before. What? I I know, I know. Just go with it here. Just go with it. All right. but all all the pictures that she drew were like geometric shapes or quadratic like equations if you will i don't know how to describe it but like if you were to put frequency to water that was what you got was like this these these different geometric shapes and so when i went back and reread that that was what popped in my mind was like a, a geometric shape
1: But, Joe, that – you sent me the wrong verse. You should have sent me the very first verse about the disciples.
2: I know, but I just – that's what popped in my head was that there was 12. I was like, there's got to be something – there's got to be something there about the 12. Look, man. I'm just not seeing
1: it. he never said 12. I know, but I not. Okay, so you – so did you look up the name of of what a 12-sided plane was? Is that how you figured out the question you asked me? Yes. Joe, that's not possible, son. It's just not. It had to have been the Holy Spirit. You don't have to like it. Oh,
2: I know. I'm not saying it was me. You're just getting
1: way too much information there, but I appreciate it that obviously – well, Peter must have knew something about this because – he said what seven times? Mm. And you said you read it for about seven days. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you all need to take that to the to heart. Look, man. look, I have not even give you enough information about this chapter to fill up the dot that's underneath one of those question marks. I've only talked about one language so far, and believe me, extremely lightly. Extremely lightly. So, ladies and gentlemen, the verse doesn't matter. If you want to understand it, well, Joe's just gave you the keys to the kingdom, baby. I don't know why you all give up. Why do you give up? I mean, you'll be confused about a verse, and your thoughts are so fleeting. Well, kind of like a child. I mean, most of you, even if I put you to the test personally, I say, hey, man, we need to set this up. We've got a serious problem here in the body. At 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I need everybody to pray. Can't get it done. Cannot get it done. By Wednesday, they done forgot all about it. Why is that, Joe? Can Can you help me with that? Why Why is that?
2: Maybe distractions. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Well, I want everybody to think about what Joe and I did tonight. Completely off the cuff and and it's amazing that he didn't even remember the question. So when he sent me, Hey man, let's do Matthew chapter eighteen, I'm like, What is he for real? He thinks I don't I don't remember the question that he asked me and he obviously desperately wanted a hint because he didn't have a clue what was going on here, but that's mm-hmm. strange because Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting there in my van at lunch, and I'm like, Joe, why did you send me a question about verse 12? That's got nothing to do with a 12-sided plane. He did not – Joe did not even know the proper question to ask me. He should have sent me a question about a 100-sided plane, but he didn't. So you all need to take this to heart. And I don't know what to tell you if if you can't do this one thing for seven days, like Joe did. He just kept reading it for seven days and kept praying about it for seven days. But what do you expect the Holy Spirit to do if, if by day three, well, I don't know, but what are you doing by day three? Whoever you are and wherever you're at, answer me, riddle me that. Joe, your uh, thoughts about this show. Was it a good gig or come on, man. surely you got something else to say about Matthew Chapter eighteen? Yeah,
2: it's something I my mind is uh my mind is a little mushy at the moment. <laughs> um it I you know, once again, uh probably <laughs> uh, about a page and a half, maybe two pages of notes. Um and then I, I gotta go back and, and so much to do I just There's times I wish I didn't have to work At all I could just, just
1: uh, Don't say that You might You might square Tick me off um, uh, You have Employment You have to do
2: No I know I know I'm not trying to All right Tick right. anyone off All
1: right Because You're big on Taking vacations But from work Well I mean no, I can't say that Because you do Do a lot of stuff In your local church But Anyway, that's beside uh I probably shouldn't have said that. Um, so you do do a a lot of work, just 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 not yeah. uh, just not a part of the broadcasting ministry. Yeah. Yeah, you go for like months, don't you, buddy? What's that? I mean, oh. when's I mean, what is your rate of delivery for for your cups?
2: I mean, oh, on, I don't you're know. 18
1: now, so. Yeah. So. I do go
2: for a little while.
1: Like a season almost. I like, know. Well, Joe. I we'll, know. Well, it's springtime. Joe just did one, so we'll get one on about summertime somewhere, I reckon.
2: No, I wasn't trying to tick anyone off. I, yeah, I do do a lot of work locally, too. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, man. I had to
2: take that shot. Dude, that's funny. Yeah. That it's oh, funny. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate a good shot. Uh, I need it. I need it. It keeps me on my toes. Amen. Um, no, I, I had an absolute blast doing this. I'm embarrassed that I forgot that the question that I asked you. I, I could remember part of it, but I couldn't remember the, the geometric shape that I was I was thinking of uh and 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 how uh well that was just awesome that was not what i was expecting um and then i was when i could see it then i was frustrated because i didn't know where to it was like i had a piece of the puzzle and i'm like where do i put it and and so i'm whole you know you're it's like you get this new something this new piece and you're like okay i gotta I got a. I got a. Where does this fit? And and that was when I texted you and was like, okay, <laughs> I got something, but I don't know where it goes. And uh, so, well, thank you once again for
1: uh, thank showing me. me what, thank me for what? I didn't choose well, the for, chapter. You did.
2: Well, I know, but <laughs> it
1: had nothing to do with it. <laughs> you Thank, thank you.
2: Thank you for helping me out. <laughs> How's
1: that? Uh, look, man. From the inception of the question, I just was shaking my head like, "Man, I don't know, man, I don't even know what to do with this feller <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, don't, I don't know how to help you, man, if you can't see it, you're blind as a bat. ain't nothing I can do i mean right i mean I, I mean it's like trying to ladies and gentlemen, have you ever got in a rowboat with somebody who didn't know how to row, and no matter what you did and you plead and you even got to the point of crying because no matter what you rowed right. They were just taking you in a circle. Mm. It didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Joe. Good stuff, oh, man.
2: Oh, I love you too, man. No, great show. Great show.
1: Well, maybe we ought to just let the chapter stay in your ball court. So, I had a blast. Uh, man, I got a lot to do this weekend. Got to do a Christian. Cons- Me and Aaron's got two Christian conspiracy theories we got to do. Yay! Me and, oh man, me and Levi's got one to do. Holy crap. Um, so much to do. Oh, oh, and Joe keeps saying, hey Matthew, you need to get ready because we're going to do an ark building. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. at what time <laughs> do I just need to say, Joe, you're lying? I mean, after the, oh. after the first time or the second, or maybe the seventh time. Maybe you're supposed it, to that, say that it's seven seventh, times. It's seventh, seventh, seventh time,
2: I think it's the seventh. Okay. All right, all right.
1: All right, so right now you're still in just the fibbing phase.
2: Yes. Okay, yes, right, cool.
1: Cool. That's, that's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, um, Joe, give your contact information, where people can find you, uh, your ministry, of course. A uh, couple of Joe, well, you know, give me the whole nine yards.
2: The whole nine yards. Oh, my goodness. Um, It's a strange email, but you can reach me at uh, Uh, what4401. It is W-H-A-T-F-O-R, numerals 401, at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook under Joe Musidla. It's uh, J-O-E-M-U-Z-Y-D-L-A on Facebook. And then... Uh, Jamie Zidla on Twitter, uh, also doing a podcast of my own that, uh, the good Lord gave me, uh, called a cup with Joe on my own little platform. And then one on Matthew's platform that is called arc building. And, uh, yeah, you're definitely right. We, we need to get, we need to get building again. So, um, yeah look for those and uh I'll try not to <laughs> I will try my 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 very hardest to not uh leave too many uh especially Matthew there hanging so
1: well I I got a question about that 401 why is your email 401 again uh, it, it, I I
2: it's I don't know it, well, you just, know what
1: it, I'm I'm not I don't believe you
2: well, Look, you mean me the, sh- the the what four or the four hundred one? Get a
1: calculator right now. You gotta you gotta cal- get a yeah. calculator.
2: Yeah, now, I forgot now, about that. Now go one
1: thousand and sixty. Mm-hmm. Divided by four hundred one. What do you get? Oh, oh wrong button. Oh. One two six zero divided by four hundred one is what? There you go.
2: 401 3.1 Oh my goodness.
1: That's pi. That's pi. You uh, uh Joe, I'm going to ask you this question <laughs> one more time and you better fear the Lord your God, okay?
0: Mhm.
1: Riddle me why the 401. I I tell you what. Let's let's go easy on Joe. How mm. long has this been your email address?
2: Um that's a really good question. It's been a while.
1: Oh, my goodness. He can't even answer that, ladies and gentlemen.
2: I, I, You know what's funny? I bet you it's been seven years.
1: And you cannot tell me. That's just a random number you picked up.
2: No. No.
1: Even though that's the calculation of the Aleph toll, you expect me to believe that. That is I'll, not...
2: have, I'll look it up, but I, I'll bet you it's been like seven years that I've had that.
1: And you just randomly just... Just, just oh, 401?
2: Yeah. You know, I was actually trying to get that. Uh, that was random. Well, it wasn't oh random. My that, was, that was him. I know. I know. I fear him. And I'm oh telling you, that was goodness. him. Uh, shoot but me now. Uh, no. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay.
0: Get it. All right. I'm
1: just
2: saying, I was going for uh, 144 and it gave me 401. Okay. So.
1: All right. Well, um,. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I should probably uh say something right now. Really don't feel like it. Um I don't promote myself very well. Um you know what and I don't need to. Um I don't need to. Um if you need to get a hold of me, uh we'll do that. Uh go ahead and send an email to uh according to the scripture at mail dot com. Uh, but the rest of the stuff, uh, you know, just just look around. I don't know. Ask somebody else. I'm not going to promote myself. I don't need to. Never have. Never will. So I I really don't really don't feel like it. I'm just sitting here marveling after the simple fact that Joe just randomly picks the number for the Aleph Twelve calculation just randomly. That's just and he doesn't even know that that's pie once instituted with the 1,260-day sequence of 42 months. So, anyway, I will just stand in awe of Joe. Shall we do that? <laughs> um, We will certainly get out another Remembrancer before the next season, I assure you that, even if I have to go to Colorado myself, uh, and... uh Stand Joe up We'll we'll get her done before summertime I promise uh, <laughs> But with that <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen I guess I'll pray us out of here I think it's good for me to do that It's good for you Well I don't know who you are And this is a God's honest truth I really don't care I don't care if you're short You're fat, you're tall You're You know Red or yellow, black or white, none of that crap matters to me. And I didn't talk about that either. You know, when Jesus said, you know, there you read or you heard Joe read that it says treat him like a Gentile. Nah, that means, that means something else. It's where you get the term for ethnos. You see, because the body, it has no ethnos. My Father, whom I serve through the Lord Jesus Christ, your Son and my Savior, please fill the listener with the Holy Spirit so that they might be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. Oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I know that a lot of them have all kinds of questions and if they would just have the faith, the strength and the courage to keep praying and keep asking for at least seven days we have firsthand documented proof with Joe that the answer will come if they're just faithful if they just don't get distracted I know that there are those that are in poor health and poor situation and I pray that you might remember them dear Lord In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I pray Your Son, Father, and my Savior Amen and Amen Joe, say your goodbyes, bud
2: Amen Uh, Love you (laughs) all Thank you for listening Take care and God bless